Welcome to the High Performance Fatherhood Podcast, a podcast focused on helping dads move from fear-driven responsibility to high-performance fatherhood. I am your host, Troy Williams. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the High Performance Fatherhood Podcast. I am your host, Troy Woods. Today is actually a special day for me. It is 2-2-22, February 2nd, 2022, and it's the 10th birthday for my baby girl. Super excited about that, and we got a, <clears throat> some things in store for her today. But before that, I wanted to do this podcast episode for you guys. So had a very interesting week this week. As you can tell, from the title of this podcast uh, or this video, if you're watching this on YouTube, is is that the subject or the topic that we're going to cover today briefly is about how I believe that you can help your child to avoid inclusivity issues. Now, um, this whole topic uh, came as a result of a Facebook post, right? Um, it was a Facebook post that I had put out in regards to a new emoji that Apple, I believe is about to release in their next update. Um, and in the emoji pack, there are, there was a emoji of a male, a man who was pregnant. All right. So, you know, in this society we live in now, uh, <laughs> it's it, people want to stay kind of in the center, but I believe to get anything done, uh, you need to be polarizing, um, and that can go in one or two different directions. And I always, if I'm going to be polarizing, I always try to at least keep it positive so that we can have um, success, some success from uh, the conversation. So I posted it. I knew it was going to be somewhat controversial to some people, but that's okay um, because the biggest thing that I wanted to do was to spark a dialogue, which it did. Um you know, the topic of this episode, the way or the reason that it came up is because I understand that with this platform of 300 fathers, um, and, and I told my wife this uh, several months ago, I said, you know, one of the challenges that I am going to face here is I have to make sure that I'm staying focused on fathers. Now, when I say that, I mean, of course, I have moms, I have Women have other people who listen to this podcast and who actually support the movement. But it's about when we talk about high performance fatherhood, it's about providing solutions or equipping fathers um, to deal with um, the issues and the challenges that they're going to have throughout fatherhood. So I can't get too caught up into the weeds of what may be going on with how can I say this not what's going on with children per se, because I believe that as far as remaining on topic that can go down a rabbit hole, but how to understand and help fathers uh, to be equipped to deal with the things that they're going to face as men, as fathers. Right. And so uh, in, in doing that um, and, and going over that and going over that, I realized that there are going to be a variety of topics um, that fathers are going to face. And a lot of it's going to be dealing with 
you know, uh, being a first time dad, a lot of it's going to be dealing with kids growing up, having a son, having a daughter, um, even where we are now with uh, the climate we're in now, we're in a very hyper sexual um, uh, society where we're talking about gender and we're talking about so many different things as children. And, and what I want to say briefly on that is, you know, people are so quick to really shoot you down when you bring this up. But why are we even having these discussions with children when we talk about these discussions, these, um, I guess, discussions related to sex or sexuality with children at such a young age at four, five, and six. I believe that's a topic for another episode. But I think that um, we we that, that just helps get us off track, right? Um, because we're growing our children up so fast now. You know, it used to be you turn 18 – you become an adult like we're having adult like conversations for kids now at the age of five, six, seven. A lot of it is being spearheaded by prominent people in our society. But I just think that there is a time and there's a place for everything. Not that you shouldn't address the issues, but I believe that there is a time and a place for everything. So let's talk about what I believe <clears throat> could be. Three keys, and I posted about this, and if you, you saw my post um, on Instagram, you kind of already know where this is going. You kind of already know where this is going. Um, but I want to give you guys what I believe could be three keys to for you as a parent, for you as a father, of helping your children deal with inclusivity issues. And they're very basic. I'm telling you all now, this ain't deep. It's, it's not. I believe key number one, the first thing that you have to do, we have to make sure that no matter what our children are involved in, no matter what conversations that they have with us, we have to make sure that we are teaching our children to respect everyone. I want to say to respect and have love for everyone, but I know that last part might be, you know, might be reaching a little bit, but we want to teach our children to have respect for everyone, regardless of their views, regardless of what they look like, regardless of where they live. Our responsibility as fathers, as even parents, if we have moms listen to this, our responsibility, I believe our first key responsibility is teaching our children to respect everyone, respect them, respect their opinions. All right. The second step, which I believe is vital, and this is going to, I think, alleviate a lot if we start focusing on this. The second step is to help our children to identify who their tribe is. What does that mean? Uh, we live in a big world. No matter who you are, no matter what you look like, no matter what you believe, no matter where you live, no matter what you like, there are groups of people who resonate with those same things. They are your tribe. They are the ones who believe like you believe, right? We have to do a better job 
of teaching our children how to identify who their tribe is. And it goes beyond the social conversations that we're having today that I mentioned earlier in this episode. It goes beyond that because as children get older, as they enter into school and they need to start identifying who their friends are. You know, I, I, I mentioned earlier, I think it was yesterday when I posted about this, that our all of our kids have identity issues, identity crisis, right? And in the video I posted, in the reel I posted, when I made that statement, I said some of you all just went someplace mentally with that statement that our kids are having an identity crisis because we've kind of framed that into one thing when it's much, much bigger than that. You see, when our children, once they grow up and they start leaving the house, going to preschool, going to grade school, what have you, and going to college, and then they going into the workforce, they're going to always be identi- trying to identify people that are like them, right? Who can I be friends with? What group of people can I hang out with? What area should I live in? You know, that I'm going to be around people like me, you know, um, sports, you know, who, you know, what type of people do I want to play with in sports? And, and if you're getting into work, what type of job do I want to have? If you're getting into business and you need to understand marketing, Helping people to identify their tribe is going to help them to narrow down their marketing message so that their product or service can reach the intended audience. Do you see where this is going? It's much bigger than a, a gender conversation or or something like that. Identifying who your tribe is will essentially help your children to formulate their, their sphere of influence and teach them how to do that. Because, see, once you have taught them the first key, which is to respect everyone, and then you teach them how to identify their tribe, essentially what you're doing is you're teaching them how they do not have to beg for a seat at anyone's table. Right? You're teaching them how to build a table and invite their tribe to that table. That's really what you're teaching them. Because a lot of our a lot of us, even as adults, we're fighting for acceptance. We want people to just believe like we believe and we want people to just see our viewpoints. And, and, and why don't you understand what I'm saying? Why don't you understand what I'm saying? And then we do stupid stuff like link in or try to lump everything together. Oh, you don't like me. You don't love me. You don't whatever. Just because I have a differing opinion or I think differently or whatever. I think if if we if we do these three keys and I'm about to give you the third one, I think if we do these three keys, we'll alleviate. I'm not going to say it'll go away, but I think we will help ourselves and we will help our children just that much more. All right. So we got the first key, which is respect everyone. I'm going to go ahead and add that in there. Respect everyone. Have love for your fellow man and your fellow woman. Find, teach your children how to find their tribe, identify people that are like minded with them. Now, in doing that, you want to also make sure that they don't shut everyone else out because everyone opinions matter. Right. But we're trying to to kind of squash that that quest for just always trying to be on the lookout and that search for who's like me, who, where can I go? Why am I having, why, why, we got to ask ourselves, why are our children having so many, why are they so confused? Why are so many children committing suicide? Why? These are questions that I believe that these three keys will help to answer and, and help to help them to live a more productive life. 
The third thing, live your life, man. You, you got to understand that you're not going to change everybody. You're not going to always make everybody see your view. It's not your job to. People are allowed to have differing opinions. That doesn't make them more or less of a person. You know, we have to separate the the idea that if I disagree with you, I'm disrespecting you or I don't love you. Like we got to get back to the place where you could disagree with somebody and then not be misconstrued as you don't care about me. Or you don't love me anymore. See, the problem is we've we've done such a good job of of uh, putting that cloak over it that we see a lot of what we see in society because we see a lot of men. We see a lot of fathers sitting on the sidelines, not saying anything because they're afraid that if they say something, it's going to be taken in a, in a way that it really wasn't intended. So we've got to get back to the place of understanding that just because um, just because I think different, it doesn't mean I don't care about you. I don't love you. And if I'm telling you why I think different or I'm sharing that with you, it probably means I care about you. All right. Probably means I care about you. Three things again. Three keys to helping our children overcome inclusivity issues. Key number one, teach them to respect everyone. Key number two, teach them how to find slash identify who their tribe is. And key number three, teach them to live their life. Once they've done one, once they've done two, now you got to teach them how to go out there and live their life and not worry about what other people think. Stop wasting your time. I don't care what side you're on. I don't care what you believe. I don't care about any of that. Stop wasting your time trying to convince people to feel a certain way about you. Just get around people that identify with who you are, respect who you are, will help champion whatever cause that it is that you're trying to help champion. It's going to help make you a better person that's going to impact your sphere of influence in a positive way. I think if we do these things, we'll really start taking a better or a good step in society and then helping our children overcome so many issues they're facing today. Thank you guys for checking in this episode. I'll catch you on the next one. Thank you for listening to another episode of the High Performance Fatherhood Podcast. For questions, comments, or suggestions, feel free to email us at podcast at 300fathers.com. Say it, say it, say it.